Welcome to EQ Minds, Recharge Your Mental Health Podcast. I'm Chelsea Pottinger, the host of this show, and today we have Jules Sebastian, who is an in-demand Sydney-based TV presenter, stylist, public speaker, and philanthropist. In the social media space, Jules leads the lifestyle pack with a very impressive and highly engaged following on Instagram, TikTok, and Facebook, and she also presents a regular celebrity and successful leader interview series, Tea with Jules on YouTube, which has over 3 million views. And that's how I first met Jules. And since then, she's been doing some remarkable stuff, like starting up the Sebastian Foundation, which is all about changing lives for the better by giving young Australians the resilience they need to grow and be their best. In this interview, we do talk about suicide. So if it triggers you in any way, please reach out to your doctor, psychologist, or you can call Lifeline on 13. Double one one four. The reason why we do share these vulnerable stories is to help break the stigma around mental health and start conversations with people and make sure we don't lose any more people in Australia and across the globe to this heartbreaking illness. This podcast wouldn't have been made possible without our sponsor, Chili Technology. And without further ado, let's get on the most beautiful human being, Jules Sebastian, welcoming her to the show today. We spoke, was it last year, on Tea with Jules, and you absolutely broke my heart when you dropped a bombshell on me on your couch and you told me that you lost your brother to suicide in 2008, where I can't even imagine the pain or the loss of that. And there are people that, that are in our community that have gone through something similar, and I would love to be able to lean on you to be able to share with our audience, you know, what's helped you move through the most difficult time of your life and, um, and what has helped you find if there's any small snippet of solace or peace, you know, with that tragedy. Wow. Yeah. Well, I am totally up for the conversation and um, I hope that my words will help somebody. That's all I would hope for from this conversation. Mm-hmm. Someone dear to you you know, passes away in any form, it's, it's, it's a huge loss and it's a huge gaping hole in your life. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if it's something, yeah, you ever truly get to get over, I suppose. But I think ways to, to help. I know that when it first happened, it was an absolute sideswipe. It was a shock to all of us, to my whole family. Did you know that he was unwell? Like, did he, did he show signs of any sort of struggle or or was it completely like out of left field and you didn't even see it coming or well the thing about my brother is that he was he was very similar to me actually very chill like just kind of happy-go-lucky pretty like happy in his life he had two little kids married and there were a few signs here and there in terms of you know he wasn't overly happy with his job and it just sort of felt like normal kind of problems, I mm-hmm. suppose. And it wasn't blaringly obvious. There wasn't a huge kind of lead up into it. It was small, 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 tiny things mm-hmm. along the way over the years. Mm-hmm. Um, in retrospect, obviously, we, ha- we don't have a chance to talk to him about it. And so we, we don't know for sure. Um, but from looking back on it, it would probably be a bunch of small little things that kind of led to being sad. But no, he wasn't, you know, it wasn't obviously 
depressed. It wasn't obviously anxious. He wasn't obviously down all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, the last time I saw him was on the dance floor at our wedding. Gosh. Just, you know, doing the caterpillar on the floor, oh. life of the party. Oh, <laughs> yeah, and he was like, he was doing the worm next fun. time. Were you right there? The, uh, <laughs> I didn't want pregnant. to ruin my dress, sweetie. <laughs> <laughs> of course. <laughs> no. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm happy I have that memory actually because yeah. that's that's a nice way to, you know, remember him. But yeah. to answer your question, nothing mm-hmm. nothing too crazy obvious. That, that was really kind of building up to that moment. Can't even imagine what your poor sister-in-law and their kids are going through. But as a loving parent, I see you on socials all the time with your gorgeous little boys. Mm. Any tips with how you raise your children with kindness and openness like you do with Hudson and Archer? Yes. I mean, I am no expert. I am just a mum like everybody else battling through my day. And I think, do you know what I think the, the biggest thing that I can probably offer is to lead by example? Mm-hmm. Guy and I just try and live our lives how we would want them to live their lives. Every encounter we have with with people, we you know look people in their eyes, we smile, we're friendly, we we give them time. We ha- we're up for a chat. We have a lot of people in our home. Our home is you know very, it's an open door, and and we have a lot of people in and out all the time, and just have people for dinner. And I think it, they. They see us doing that, and therefore they're going to think, "Oh, that's that's how we should be. That's how that's normal." And I think that's really the only thing that you can do. Like, mm-hmm. of course, you can show them and teach them and talk to them and all of those things. But sometimes they don't. They don't want to listen, or they don't have the capacity at this age to really mm-hmm. take on what you're saying. Some kids do absolutely, but I think kids are just watching. They're absorbing. They are taking in everything sometimes Mm -hmm. Hudson will say something and I'm like oh my gosh that's exactly (laughs) how I would say that he's he's talking exactly like me yeah it's crazy yeah yeah Yeah. and I think they just they're so smart they are so Mm -hmm. switched on so I think if we're just leading the way and and showing kindness in our own lives and you know, they even listen to your phone calls, you know, we on the phone, how you deal with things and how you, you know, just business-wise or friendship-wise or, you know, we've had a lot of, we've just built a house, we've had a lot of people in the house in terms of like builders and gardeners and people in and out and even how we sort of present ourselves to them and talk to them and get the job done without, you know, too much of a fuss. I think all of those things the kids are watching, they're, they're seeing it and they're absorbing it. So I think if you can just try and hang on yeah. and not lose it, yeah. lose it all the time. And I lose it a lot. So it's, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm pre- preaching to myself right now. <laughs> oh, you're not alone there. And it's, and it's so mm-hmm. funny because Jay and I, we, we talk about this all the time as well with, um, with Clara and even, you know, with some of the behaviours, you know, when you, like even when we, we we try and, you know, make sure that she cleans up and, but we mm. honestly will find ourselves, you know, like saying to her, you know, you better get over here and clean this up or I swear I will just passively, aggressively, you know, sigh and do it myself. You know, it's just <laughs> like, 
And then sometimes I'm yep. the house and I'm like, what the, what is going on in this place? But like Hudson and Archer, she's a really kind girl. And I think that comes from her observing for sure. Like in psychology, we study that, the observational behaviours of, of parents and how children really absorb all that kind of stuff, especially from the ages up to five. And the charity stuff. And I think about this because you involve Hudson and Archer and they're always observing what you're doing there. Can you please talk to us about this Sebastian, your Sebastian Foundation and what it's for? And I love the purpose behind it, but maybe some of the audience don't know what it's about and I'd love them to support you. Thank you. Yeah. Um, So we've had the foundation for about five years now and there's been a real focus on family. So you know, we started our own family and we felt so grateful that we had two beautiful kids of our own and we, we sort of knew that other people don't, you know, have such a privilege and sometimes it's harder for other people. And we just wanted to give back. We, we felt like we'd be given so much and we felt like we wanted to give back to the community in some way. So we started the foundation and it's, it's quite, it's small, which is great because it means we can be quite nimble with, with the things that we sort of get involved in and with family I mean there's so many different part, moving parts to a family there's a mum there's a dad and there's children mm-hmm. and all of those people need help at some point and so we've done a lot of work in the domestic violence space and we've worked with a lot of women's shelters and girls shelters mostly around Sydney we've done all sorts of things like I've been involved in mentoring programs with the young girls we've gone in and sort of given shelters facelifts because women go to these shelters and, I mean, they're in a horrendous situation. They're basically leaving their, their life and they're going to, to this place to get help. And a lot of them don't have the funding to, to make it look nice. And I know that sounds very sort of shallow and like it doesn't mean something, but when the women come and they have a beautiful couch to sit on and a clean cup to drink a cup of tea out of and a space that feels like someone has poured themselves into it, and given them nice carpet to walk on and fresh, freshly painted walls, it means something to them. And we've seen the results and we've had the feedback on, on that and it really does make a difference. Even the teenagers, you know, like they're living in a shelter and they're going to school every day. I can't even imagine what that would be like. So when they're coming home, you know, they come home and they've got a new kitchen to, you know, chat with their friends on and then they've got a beautiful kitchen table that they can sit down and do their homework on. And the feedback was a resounding, oh my gosh, what a difference because they come in, they want to take care of their space, they want to sit down and do their homework because it's not chaos and clutter and it feels really nice to be in that space. So we've been able to do a lot of that and that's made such a difference. But we've also been... so happy. That that must make you just being with happiness, being seeing their reaction and receiving their emails. And I know, I know like from a... Like from a chemical point of view, you know, like when people do things, what you're doing, Jules, and what you and Guy are doing, like naturally, A, you get out of your own head, you know, it puts things in perspective, you realise how blessed we are in this life. And B, you get like serotonin release, this sort of long-lasting, non-addictive, happy chemical. And people always say to me, Chelsea, how do I get happier? How can I get more happiness? And, and I say to them, hey... Go do something for somebody else that can never repay mm. you. And that is when your That's happiness like it will flow over. And it's such a simple concept. 
but people miss it all the time. You know, they try and buy more things or, but it's just, that's just not the answer. Yeah, I would have to agree with you. It is, it's selfishly really good. It does make you feel really good. Yeah, and it's so easy. It's so easy. Like you don't have to start a foundation like we've done because that's quite difficult. <laughs> but, um, it's a lot of work. It, goes <laughs> it is a lot of work, but it is. It, there are really simple things. And even what you were saying before about sometimes it, like I'll just text my friend and say, hey, How's it going? Love you. Been, you know, been watching you on Instagram. Your stories yeah. are fantastic. Yeah. Looks like you killed it today or whatever. Yeah. Something so simple takes 10 seconds. And the amount of people that will write back and go, oh, my gosh, you don't know what that means to me. That just made my day. Or it just turned their ship around. It makes them, you know, think that what they're doing is worthwhile. It, yes. it, it's so easy to, to make someone feel good about themselves. Those little and, things. Those little yeah. Isn't it? Like you, uh, yeah. I complimented a stranger the other day. She had a rocking body. She's super fit and she's having a drink at the bubblers. And I'm like, can I just say, your body is absolutely <laughs> amazing. <And> she, <laughs> I hope I didn't creep her out, but she's like, thank you. I have not been complimented for about 15 years. And she must have been about 50. And she honestly, phenomenal. Oh. And you should have seen her bounce away from the bubblers. Like she was just on yeah. level. That's the kind of thing as we get older, you know, we don't get wolf whistled out anymore. Well, I definitely don't. So when like... No, I definitely oh, don't. I'm like, sure. <laughs> yeah, I'm just like, thanks. really made me feel good. <laughs> yeah, no, it's true. And because you like, like I like a compliment. Totally. You like a compliment. It, it, we know how it feels. And so, yeah, it's really, it's very easy to do. It is. Yeah. <laughs> This podcast is proudly brought to you by Chili Technology. Even though winter is here, we still need a cool body core temperature to have great sleep efficiency and deep REM. An easy way to get our body core temp down is by using an Aula from Chili Technology. You just slip it over your mattress, switch it on, set your temperature, and you're away. They even come in single so you can set your own temperature since partners often like to sleep at different temperatures. To get a great night's sleep, and 15% off, head to eqminds.com forward slash podcast and use the code eqminds15 for the Ulla system. And one little thing that I do with Clara a lot as well, that's just some, something that's just so simple and I know that you're a minimalist too, Jules, and you're all about quality over quantity and I'm like, right, yeah. how do I keep my house sustained as a minimalist when you've got children? But one oh thing... My gosh. Oh, no, one thing that we um, introduced to Clara was because people send us amazing gifts from different brands, which I'm exceptionally grateful for, and they'll send Clara things. And so what we say to her is this, if one thing comes in and you would like to keep that, then you must go to your bedroom and choose at least one or two things that go out to charity. And so there's two things happening there. One, my house maintains as a minimalist and decluttered. Two, though, more mm -hmm. importantly, is that Clara does not become attached to her materialistic things and it gets her mm -hmm. out of her own head and she starts thinking about charity. Now, last year she was, she was just turned four and she used to always say to me when she'd walk into a room to do that, she'd just hold up a little dress and because she thought charity was a girl at that stage. She didn't understand the concept oh. of what charity is. <laughs> she just hold up a little yes. dress. Like, mummy, do you think Charity, the girl, would like this little outfit? And I'm like, 
And she's so gorgeous. And she's always, because she's an only child, you know, she's always thinking about other people. And I wanted to make sure that she had that selflessness about her. Um, Mm. But going back to the simple things, you know, you've created this amazing foundation there. And it, it could just even be not necessarily a donation. It could be a share, you know, on social media going, do you know that this foundation exists? Little things like that, which creates awareness, that's a simple yeah. thing that people could do. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and we, we're turning our attention, which you'll love, Chelsea, um, to more of the mental health space because I feel like obviously I've got, you know, personal attachment to that and I've got a fire in my belly about the, you know, what's going on with people in the mental health space. So watch this mm-hmm. space because we're, we're working on some really amazing cool stuff to try and yeah get ourselves in there so yeah any support from anyone would be fantastic absolutely and we've got your back for sure so let us know what happens as that unfolds and we'll support you in any way we can at our speaker events and on our socials and things like that and i know that guy's been impacted as well not just from your brother but also a band member Mm. don't want anyone to ever give up and i hope this podcast has touched someone out there to know that is that Mm. You know, life can throw some real big lemons, but you can recover from this stuff. Just please be courageous enough to talk up and reach out to your loved ones and to your doctor. So where can people find you? I know a lot of Australians know who you are, but where's the best place for them to come and find you? And like with the Tea with Jewels and your Instagram and things like that and what's coming up for you soon. You can find me on Instagram, which is my favourite one of all, Jules Sebastian. And then on YouTube, if you just type into the search bar Tea with Jewels, you will find so many conversations with so many amazing, wonderful people. And actually one of the latest ones is with a gentleman who also has a charity in the mental health space doing amazing, amazing things. So make sure you check that out. His name is Ben Hick, so check him out. And Tea with Jewels. Yeah. And then the Sebastian Foundation, sebastianfoundation.org is where we're at. Fantastic. And I will definitely put that in the show notes as well. And Jules, from my exceptionally grateful heart today to yours, we absolutely adore you. And thank you so much for your vulnerability and honesty and just being such an absolute legend of a human being. So I really (laughs) appreciate you, darling, giving us, you know, 20 minutes of your time this morning. No worries. Thank you for having me and thank you for your wonderful work, Chelsea. You are amazing. Oh, thanks, lovely. To continue on your calm journey, I really encourage you to download a free ebook on how to live a calmer life. Simply head to eqminds.com to receive your free copy. And if you're in a really good mood, please feel free to give us a five-star rating. It helps other people find the podcast and then together we can help other people with their mental health and well-being. Thank you so much for coming on this journey with us and we'll see you again in a week. This podcast is for information purposes only. Any advice is not a substitute for medical guidance. Any use of information contained in this podcast is used at the user's own risk.